everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Tuesday. It's August 17th. It's 2021, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Welcome back. That's all it's saying. Welcome back, Stevie. Uh, welcome back, Will. I, I know you were on vacation, too. We, we like... We, we did not plan it, but we were on vacation at the same time. Chief Justice of Six, what's happening, Will? Yeah, nothing much, man. Very interesting. Uh, like you said, we were both on vacation at the same time. Completely unplanned, but back in the saddle. Time to, you know, uh, get in a few games here. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I can't wait for South Carolina to get a sports book. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to get something, man. I mean, you know. Of course, you know, I'm on prize picks heavy, but I'd love to get a sports book here. Come on, open it up to someone. FanDuel, DraftKings, anybody. Let's let's get rolling. Well, Florida had some good news while I was on vacation. I got to read more about it, but um, uh, sounds like it's trending in the right direction as far as Florida goes. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, let's jump in. 15 games. Uh, appreciate Justin and Grant filling in um, over the last week or so over a little bit over a week but um yeah ready to get back on the grind and um talk some baseball here we get started with toronto at washington alec manoa against eric fed this game currently sitting at a nine total some books have it at nine and a half already and the blue jays are a pretty big favorite here it opened at 155 and they're already 190 to 200 everywhere um any interest here in alec manoa uh, I would say slight interest. I think the price is going to give us an idea that we can probably get him in some. I don't hate that price at 8,600. You know, a guy that's got some strikeout stuff. I mean, put up a huge number against the, the Angels here last start out. 114 pitches. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he goes that deep at all this time. I, I've probably got him around about 95 pitches in this game, 90 to 95 maybe, but even still, I, I think that's enough here. Washington, you know, I think he'll give up a run or two, but I think he'll get enough Ks um, to, to get the job done. So 8,600, I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at the Washington team in general here, you're worried about Juan Soto. Let's be honest. The rest of the lineup is kind of weak. Um, Washington kind of said we're we're gonna restart and um shipped off a lot of talent so i think alan Grunoa at 8600 very much in play here eric fetty on the other side um facing one of the best offenses in baseball this is an easy pass for me yep no eric fed uh, out of here just not playing. no we don't even need to spend a lot of time on it <laughs> not even a lot of time on it um as far as toronto goes we'll have to see if Springer is back in the lineup, um, it was dealing a little bit of an ankle sprain. So they honestly don't even need him here. If he's out of the lineup, it will actually give us maybe a cheaper bat here for Toronto. Um, I think Toronto is one of the better stacks on the slate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't, it, it's almost like in, in a spot where we don't have to give as much analysis, which is kind of fun for a 15 game slate. Uh, Manoa's pretty good. Fed's pretty bad. You know, the Blue Jays off- offense is pretty good, and it's a team we're going to stack. I think that's just, it's as simple as that for me. Yeah, I mean, as far as Washington goes, the problem with playing like Juan Soto right now is just there's no protection whatsoever in this lineup for him. So, I mean, he's always someone you could take shots on. He's so expensive, but 
I, I mean, this guy is just like, I think he has what one home run over the last 10 games. Um, from what I was looking at before we got started here, like they could just pitch him differently now. And I mean, it's just not something that's going to show up in a lot of data, but I mean, they're going to pitch him differently. Like, he has Josh Bell hitting behind him now. Like <laughs> they could pitch him a lot differently, especially if they got first base open um, at any point they're facing one Soto. So uh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's just my biggest concern with him. So um, moving along here, we got Boston at New York. This is the second game of the double header. They're playing in the morning as well. This game will only be seven innings. Um, it's, it's Montgomery and Hauk again. Yeah, Hauk for Boston. Six and a half total, which seems kind of low. Boston, a slight favorite here at 130. Um, any interest here in Hauk? No. Yeah, I mean, just this is one of those games where it's kind of a write-off for me. Um, like... Hauk's not a bad pitcher. It's just this offense is really good. Um, he's already faced his team twice this season. He had a really good outing in one of those starts, struck out a bunch of guys. Jordan Montgomery uh, coming back from the COVID list. I don't know how much they'll let him go. Maybe only like 80 pitches here. I just think in a seven-inning game, your pitchers are a little bit more playable than the hitters but i mean both these offenses are really solid i don't i don't really have a ton of interest in these pitchers yeah same here um you know i think we just you know kind of roll the dice on a few bats if you want um i mean it looks like we got you know jd martinez coming at 3600 if that i mean xander 37 like these these are really cheap prices i'm willing to roll the dice on a good offense in this type of spot, even in a seven inning game, uh, especially with them being on the road, if they happen to dial up some runs, I mean, the, these prices are just very affordable. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see if Schwarber makes the lineup. Like, I mean, it, man, it could be a, a really easy uh, stack here if they rattle off some runs. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees lineup is a little bit worse right now because Rizzo's out and Gary Sanchez is out. I think uh, Torres and Ursula are out as well. The Yankees just can't stay a hundred percent right now. Like this lineup when it's a hundred percent is so good, but I mean, they're kind of priced for being a seven inning game, both sides. Uh, so I think you're home run hunting here on both sides of this game. You know, you mentioned JD Martinez against the lefty, I think Joey Gallo against Hulk, um is in play, but I don't want to go too crazy because you are losing two innings, and I mean anything can happen. <laughs> you, you mean you could potentially be losing in that bat, and that could be the at bat that makes or break your night. So I mean it's a seven inning game. I don't want to go too crazy, but the prices are too good not to home run chase on a couple of these guys. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, rolling out, uh, we got Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, nine total. Uh, the Reds, a 145 favorite here. Kyle Hendricks against Gutierrez. Um, any interest here in Hendricks? I don't think so, man. Um, I'm just going to avoid him. Playing in the Great America Small park, park, I've been saying it all season. I'm not afraid of Kyle Hendricks, especially when we're going to get some good lefties in the lineup, and we should have a couple good lefties. I'm fading Hendricks. 
obviously a bump for him a little bit that Winker got put on the aisle on Monday. Um, but still, I mean, this is a dude with a 16.8% K rate on the season struggles to both sides of the plate um, to just strike people out. So it's a 15 game slate. You're going to need strikeouts. Gutierrez on the other side. It's not like the Cubs lineup is really scary. Um, I mean, they're a team that we're probably going to be picking on quite a bit here down the stretch, but Gutierrez, again, another low strikeout pitcher. I don't think I want to play him in this spot either. Yeah. Um, you know, he's at 7K, and I know that the Cubs have been kind of the the bottom of the barrel in terms of us kind of, you know, just picking on them. At 7K, I don't hate Gutierrez. Let me say that. I, I think the price on this slate gives me a little bit of interest. Um, I mean, he's put up 20-plus fantasy points the last three outings, 18 outing before that against the Cubs. I actually think I'm on board with Gutierrez, even in, in a kind of tough spot in this ballpark. I, it's, it's mainly because of the price at 7K. If he was 8K, I'm, I'm out. But at 7K, I think I think he's got enough upside to get there. I don't. I think I'd take 18 points at 7K if you told me that straight up right now. Um, all right, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for the Cubs? I mean. Maybe Rafael Ortega. He's been, you know, pretty pretty consistent here recently. Um, I just I just don't want to stack the Cubs. It just it hasn't worked out for me all season. All the good players are gone mostly. I'm just avoiding them. I think the rest of the year. I'm just not going to stack them at all. I don't care how many runs they score. Yeah, like if Ortega bats leadoff, he's thirty four hundred. That's a that's a solid play. Wisdom's been hitting the ball well. Uh, but I mean, overall, I don't love the Cubs. The ballpark is fine. Chirinos, if he cracks the lineup, he's twenty seven hundred. Cheap catcher alert. Um, don't don't hate him. And I mean, on the Cincinnati side, uh, it's hard not to like Vado, Cassianos, um, Suarez. These types of guys um, in this spot against Hendricks. Yeah, I think this is a stack spot for me for sure. Um... I mean, this this lineup is very affordable. Pretty good back to the top. You know, Tyler Naquin cracks the lineup, you know, 2.3K. I mean, we're just going to have some good value in this game from this side overall. So I, I love the Reds here. I mean, yeah, I, I I will warn you all. We do a office home run derby thing, um, and, like, I think there's only, like, five or six of us left, and my pick this week is Joey Votto, so beware. <laughs> like, just just <laughs> letting you guys know, beware. He's going to he's gonna pay me back for all those times that um, I talked back about him, so... <laughs> Atlanta at Miami. We got an eight total in this game. Um, Atlanta is a 140 favorite. Anoa against Alcantara. Any interest here in Anoa? Oh, man. Inno, Inno? It's Inno, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I want to do it, Stevie. I'm just not sure where he's going to be in terms of pitches. Like, I don't think he gets past, I don't know, maybe he goes 80 pitches. 80 pitches could be enough against this lineup, but I don't want to risk it. I think that's just where I'm at. I want to play him because I know he's got some stuff, and I think he could have a good game here against Miami. 
but I, I just don't want to risk it in the event he comes out and throws 65 pitches and I'm kind of stuck. I think the only way he's throwing 65 pitches in this start is if he either gets shelled or if he gets hurt. He threw 80-plus pitches in his rehab start, his last rehab start, um, and he actually threw a couple rehab starts. So I think I think 85 to 90, in and if he's pitching well, is super doable here. Um, I have a ton of interest at 7,300. One of the best ballpark upgrades going into Miami. Um, the roof is probably going to be closed because it rains every day in Florida right now. So I think Inno is very much in play at 7,300. Definitely want to check his ownership. But, I mean, there's only one guy in the projected lineup, Jesus Aguilar, that has a strikeout rate under 20% against right-handed pitching this season. So this is a spot I think he could put up six to eight Ks, throw five clean maybe even six innings and really shut down the Marlins here. So I like, you know, and then Alcantara on the other side, he's kind of pricey. Uh, I mean, I definitely see the appeal to taking some shots on him here, but I mean, the price is my biggest concern. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to pay that price. Like I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'd rather, I'd much rather just do a Gutierrez, you know, Perry, if we think that, uh, you know, b- before I would play a guy like Sandy Alcantara today for that price, that that that's where I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you for sure. Like, just it's not like the Braves lineup's super scary, but it's still solid. Um, so, I mean, he's very good against righties. Like, as far as like bats go for the Braves here, I mean, it's a tough spot for the Braves. Um, I mean, Freeman and Albies are in play, but they're so expensive as well that I think just overall, this is going to be a spot that I'll play some Inno and then probably just fade this game outside of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Because I don't, I don't have any interest in the Marlins bats whatsoever, do you? Negative. Yeah, I'm just I'm out on those guys for sure. All right, Baltimore at Tampa taking on the Rays. This game currently sitting at an eight and a half total, and the Rays are a 190 favorite in this one. We got Means. Is it Rasmussen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Drew Masusen. Um, probably totally messing that up. Let's talk, no, John. I, I think that's it, though. I, I think that's Rasmussen. I think that's what it is. That's what it sounds. That's what it looks like to me. We come back from vacation. We got Rasmussen pitching. Um, Ramussen, Ramussen. That sounds better, right? Ramussen. I think Ramussen is how you say it. Um, all right, John Means going up against Tampa. Any interest in him in this spot? Uh, but not not for the price. Um, I I still don't think he's where he needs to be. Um, in terms of pitch count, not pitch count, but just in terms of mechanics and coming back and well, I know he had one good game against Detroit but I'm avoiding him against Tampa here uh I just think it's, it's going to be a fade yeah I mean I like left-handed pitchers um against this team when you look at this lineup overall it's 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 not the best they've added a couple right-handed bats where it's a little bit better but overall I mean unless John Means gets that super heavy lefty lineup I'm probably going to pass on him here. But if he does get that super heavy lefty lineup, I would have a ton of interest in means. Um, on the other side, do you have any interest here in, in Ramussen? Ramussen? I'm going to go with Ramussen. Um, I'm sure I'll get 15 tweets, but Ramussen. 
Oh, I mean, I don't think so, Stevie. I mean, if he was at maybe 75 pitches, maybe. Um, I just don't think he's had enough pitches for me to really get excited. Yeah, I, I, I just think the pitch count is the problem. The guy has some big-time strikeout stuff, um, but I think, like, 65 is more likely than 85 pitches in this spot. Um, so I'm not going to go out of my way to load up bats against him, um, especially against the Tampa bullpen. So it's more of just a pitch count. If we do, for some reason, get like a 75 pitch count um, on him, 5,900 with some strikeout upside, I mean, he would join the conversation if that happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'd absolutely need to be at 75 pitches at that price. That should be able to get him through close to five innings if he's pitching really well against this team. So I'm with you. All right. Um, any interest in the Baltimore Bats? Not really. I mean, I know we can always kind of play Cedric Mullins. He just seems to hit anybody. He's 4,400. Um, but overall, I, I don't want to play the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, and I mean, on the Tampa side, I mean, you could play Franco. You could play Cruz. You could play some of these lefties. You could play a Rosarina at 4,200. The pricing on these guys are not bad. Zanino's 37. What's your thoughts on Tampa? Yeah, I do like uh, Zanino. Uh, Rosarina, he got scratched late this this for the past day, so I guess we'll just have to make sure he's in there. You know, clearly Cruz at 47, I think, is in play. And then you got Manny Margo, if he cracks the lineup at 2,800. I don't ever mind playing him against a lefty when he's cheap. Um, yeah. We got the Angels and the Tigers. Lost my lost my spot there for a second. We got a nine total in this one, and the Tigers are a slight one twenty favorite here. Dylan Bundy, Casey Mize. Um, any interest here in Dylan Bundy? I don't think so, Stevie. I'm I'm not gonna you know buy into this one one good start he's had in five or six games. So. Uh, hitting the, the avoid button with the quickness. Wait, he pitched good against Texas? That's that's, <laughs> that's not saying much. Um, yeah, I'm out. Well, Sean Manaya didn't pitch good against Texas. I can tell you that. <laughs> happens happens <laughs> to know. the best of them. I know. I know. Um, Casey Mize on the other side, he's 6,400. I mean, no. We are super worried about like how many pitches he's going to throw at every start right now, innings, all that stuff. I mean, I'm probably going to pass on him. Yeah. I mean, remember they said, oh, yeah, he's limited. Then now he's coming out 70, 80 pitches. I just, I'm just not playing him anymore this year. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that for me. Uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, as far as the Angels' bats go, Tani's so expensive. Um, him and Walsh would be the only two guys that I have a ton of interest in in this spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, Justin Upton hit a home run today. You know, he gets streaky. I, I think I throw Upton in the mix at 31. Um, but, yeah, that, that's about it. Um, the Detroit side. <laughs> I mean, I want to play 
bats against Bundy. It's just it's hard to figure out who to play. Yeah, I mean Eric Haas is fifty one hundred. Gee whiz, everybody else is three and four K. Some under three K. Uh, I definitely think if you're going to stack this team, you get some some Grossman, some Scope, uh, you know, some Candelaria. I've talked about Miggy kind of hitting a little bit better um, over the this kind of back half of the season. He did have a stretch where it looked like every day he was dialing up the fantasy points. I think I would include Miggy in my stack here at three K against a guy that's going to struggle struggle with strikeouts. So. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with this team. I think they're just a good a good stack against a pitcher that can give up some fly balls. All right, the Brewers and the Cardinals, seven and a half total in this one, and the Brewers are a minus one fifty five favorite here. Any interest in Burns? Absolutely. Um, I mean, this guy, you know, no pitcher is going to come out and set the world on fire every game, but I mean, man, he just had a game for the ages, 15 Ks in eight innings, um, 99 pitches. They pulled them. I mean, God, don't you think the Brewers should have said, hey, let's see if we can get you to the finish line here. Uh, he might have been able to get out of this thing at about 110 pitches, depending on what was happening. Either way, Corbin Burns is in play. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, you know. Maybe they do it, but I mean, we're likely not going to see that happen. Um, not with not with Milwaukee in a ten nothing game. No, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Know. I I know, I know, but you, you know, it, it, it's Craig Council, man. Um, he's lucky he got the eighth inning. Let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this guy he's he's pitching phenomenal this season yeah he just dominated the chicago cubs but the cardinals are a beatable lineup for him there's plenty of strikeouts in this matchup um yeah i I think he is he's probably the top pitcher on the slate for me um where do you think he comes in prop wise on this slate i think he comes in probably seven and a half right right at the gate what do you think probably i i think eight and a half okay I'm going to be watching this because if it's seven and a half right out of the gate, I'm probably taking the over. But I just want to kind of get your, get your feel on that because this is what I'm going to be watching when it comes out. I want to see where it comes out. Yeah, we all want the over in this one. Adam Wainwright on the other side of this game, 9K. Um, the price tag is a little rough. Wainwright's been pitching good, coming off of a complete game shutout against Pittsburgh. In 88 pitches, Stevie. The Maddox, man. The Maddox. My if, gosh. If there's anybody to do it, though, wouldn't you My be like, gosh. if there's anybody to do it, wouldn't you be like Adam Wainwright? Um, yeah. That makes yeah. a ton of 88, sense. 88. I said, geez, man. I mean, God, I, so much respect for him. I mean, you think his career is about to end. You think he's leaving St. Louis, and then, bam, he's just out of nowhere pitching good again. You know, what? what a story. Yeah, man, it's it's good. It's cool to see. I'm not paying nine k for him on this slate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with you if you were going to play him in this spot. Um, it, it's more of just a price thing on a 15 game slate and the overall ceiling for him. Yeah, um, I, I've got another guy that that I'm interested in that's been pitching really well here. That's in the same price range. Um, so I'm with you. Th- this eight k range today is is fairly good. Or a handful of guys are fairly good, so I'm with you. 
Um, bats. Any Milwaukee bats that you like here? I, I don't want to play any bats from any side of this game, Steve. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, don't want to play any. Yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. Right there with you. Seattle at Texas. Nine total in this one. The Seattle Mariners are a 155 favorite. Anderson against Hearn. Um, any interest here in Tyler Anderson? Uh, I have some interest. Um, you know, he just faced this team not too long ago. This is his last start, actually. 94 pitches, five and a third innings, you know, four Ks, gave up one earned run. You know, do we think he can get through six and maybe get five or six Ks? I think it's possible against Texas. Um, you know, so at 7,900, I think, I think I'm, I would consider playing him because it's Texas. He's not my favorite in this range. I've got some other guys that I like in terms of, you know, overall upside. Like I would definitely, I think, play Gutierrez over him today, but I, I don't hate it because I do think the upside is there against Texas, even though he's only gone, only went five and a third the last game. Yeah, I mean, this is not a big strikeout guy. He's going to go out and generate ground balls and try not to get blown up here. I expect this to be a low-scoring game. If he's going to have low ownership, I definitely could see taking some shots on him here. Taylor Hearn on the other side, he's a lefty. He's not going to pitch too deep into this game either. Um, I mean, Seattle's not the greatest offense in the world, but I, I don't have any interest here. Yep, zilch. Any Seattle bats that you like here? Uh, I mean, I think you can always play Kyle Seager, um, mainly Kyle Seager. I mean, Hanniger against the lefty, I think is in play for sure. Um, I mean, if you want to make it a three man, you probably throw in like Ty France. I think he'd be like the third piece there. Um, any interest in the Texas bets? No. It's really sad when your most expensive hitter on your team is a catcher. <laughs> Just saying. All right, moving on. Oakland at Chicago taking on the White Sox here, currently sitting at a nine total. The White Sox opened as a favorite. This game shifted the other way really quickly. It's now currently minus 125 to Oakland. It's Bassett against Lopez. Um, any interest here in Chris Bassett? Yeah, I do have interest, man. I know Frankie didn't really go out and get the job done today, but uh, I still trust Chris Bassett here at 9,100. He's got some K stuff. Uh, last, you see, one, two, three, four, five games, eight K, six K, seven, eight, and six. I mean, he's pitched really well overall. At 9,100, I'm absolutely willing to get in on some Chris Bassett. Also a guy that will go deep, um, you know, if things are rolling his way. I mean, yeah, I I don't hate Bassett in this game. I definitely think he is playable. I mean, I preferably go down to the 7K range. The one thing that Bassett has going for him here is he generates a ton of ground balls and strikeouts to righties. And this is going to be a pretty right-handed heavy lineup. A lot of the power in this offense comes from the right side of the plate. So, I mean, I think, I think he's okay. 9,100. I think he's right on that verge of being a strong play, but I mean, 
I also want to kind of see what his ownership is because he's 9,100. It's not like he's, you know, 10-5. So I definitely have interest in Bassett. And then Lopez on the other side of this game, I don't really have a ton of interest in Lopez. Uh, Yeah, not doing it. I mean, Renato Lopez is a guy that we don't really expect him to pitch too deep into this game. Couldn't hack it as a starter, and now they kind of need him to fill in and, and throw some innings here. He was striking out guys at a very high clip out of the bullpen, but, I mean, it's just not the same. It's it's really hard to sustain it as much through five innings instead of, like, one to three innings. So I'm going to pass on Renardo Lopez here. I don't expect him to pitch deep into the game. Um, any Oakland bats that you like? I mean, do we need to be playing Matt Chapman every day at this point? I mean, the guy's on fire. He's just chomping the lights out here, Stevie. Um, and, he, and he's probably in play again today if you're going to be stacking Oakland. This team is very – uh very affordable uh chapman one home run two home runs yep heating up so there it is i do think um you know matt olson we, we can always get in on some matt olson i mean he is uh he's 6100 but i i think if you're stacking oakland against lopez in a fairly good game you know you get him in your stack and roll some of these other cheaper pieces and voila you're ready to roll yeah, I mean, <sighs> I don't hate Oakland here. I think yeah, Oakland. I, I, I think Oakland is a super interesting. Like, I don't know if I full five man stack them, but I think they're an interesting like secondary stack. And then maybe on Fanduel you can do like them as a four man stack. Um, so I, I like Chapman here um, for sure, obviously. And then Olson, like you said. He's another guy that's been hitting the ball well. So, I mean, Oakland's just expensive. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the three- to five-man stack definitely looks in play. Do you have any interest in the White Sox bats here? No, I, I'm going to avoid them today. I think I think Bassett will limit the damage. So, um, I, I'm in on Chris Bassett. Yeah, my problem is, like, Anderson, Abreu, Jimenez, all these guys are righties, and Bassett just – he does a great job limiting power to righties, generating ground balls. Um, and, I mean, Anderson, Abreu, and Jimenez, they're all ground ball hitters. You need them to be facing, like, fly ball pitchers. So, I mean, this is a spot Bassett could pitch around these these guys and, and have a really solid outing. Houston at Kansas City, eight and a half total in this one. Houston, a big favor here at minus 195. Uh, Valdez against Lynch. Any interest here in Valdez? I don't know if I want to do it, Stevie. I, I don't. I don't think it's worth the price. I mean, it, it is Kansas City, but you know, I I think I'd much rather just play Corbin Burns. I feel like he has a little bit more upside, and one of these seven or eight K guys. Um, so I, I think I'm going to be fading Framber Valdez, and not because I don't think he can have a good outing, but because I don't think he can get thirty. Um, I'd rather take one of these other guys down here in the, like I said, seven eight K range to get me twenty to twenty five. Um, okay. So the reason that I have slight interest in Valdez is just, I think a lot of people are going to play Burns and I think Burns is the better play, but I mean, if everybody's doing something and it, and it busts just a little bit, maybe Burns just doesn't have a big day. Then I think that's where like, maybe a guy like Valdez could outscore him. So, um, 
Yeah. I mean, Lynch on the other side, I don't, I'm not playing a lefty against Houston. Yeah. Just, just don't do it. <laughs> I barely play righties against Houston. <laughs> I mean, I like the Houston stack a lot here. Lefties, yeah. righties, doesn't matter. Um, I hate the ballpark, but I mean, with some of these guys out, like you're going to get the Houston stack really cheap today. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, I got to ask, what does my boy Michael Brantley have to do to get some respect on his name, Stevie? 3,600 again. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Gary L and, and Diaz. Diaz is 3,300 um, in this spot. And this guy has been hitting left-handed pitching for years. Um, so I like it. I like it. Yuli is 5,100 and Michael Brantley is 3,600. What is going on? Oh, Insane. We'll, we'll just keep playing them, buddy. Um, any interest here in the Kansas City bets? No interest at all. Zero. Yeah, I'm just looking through and I'm like, who do I like? There's nobody even worth spending time on. So we're going to move on. We got the Indians and the Twins, nine and a half total. Uh, the Twins, a 150 favorite here. Over against Mor- Mor- Morgan. Um, any interest here in Eli Morgan? No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, his pitch count's all over the place. This lineup is not as good as it was um, to begin the season, obviously. They moved a couple pieces here, but I, I just I worry about – the overall upside on a 15-game slate for Eli Morgan. Decent strikeout stuff, but, I mean, a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact. Um, and then on the other side, Bailey Ober. I mean, this Cleveland lineup is okay. The bottom of this lineup is atrocious. Um, if he could pitch around like Jose and Fran Mill, he could, he could be decent at 6,900. Yeah, and he has struggled more with lefties, but uh, so they're not going to have a lot of lefties. Rosario's not there, and you know Lindor's long gone. So I, but I still don't want to play uh, play over. I just I'm not doing it. I don't think it's worth it. Just give me Gutierrez for seven for one hundred more. Any interest in the Cleveland bats? Uh, I mean, like I said, these lefties, you know, Ober has struggled with the lefties, so definitely Jose Ramirez, definitely Bradley Zimmer, who's kind of been been hitting the ball a little bit. Uh, you know, th- those two guys, I think, you know, I'm in on for sure. You know, I always like my boyfriend, Mill. Can't yeah. ever get enough. Um, I-, I like Fran Mill Reyes here. Ober does give up a lot of hard contact and fly balls, and you got guys like Ramirez and Reyes and Zimmer. If they make contact, they're going to make hard contact. So um, on the Minnesota side of things, I think they're sneaky, Will. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to be looking at this team, and I think they're a sneaky stack today. Eli Morgan is a guy that gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact, and Roker, Polanco, Donaldson, Kepler. I mean, there's some pop, pop at the beginning of this lineup. Prices yeah, absolutely. are phenomenal. The prices are Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, you're getting Kepler at 42, Polanco at 35, Donaldson 35, Arias 28, Cade 20. I mean, up and down. I, this this is going to be a good team to stack today, Stevie. 
Love the Minnesota Twins. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Garver uh, did a lot of bats here to kind of target. Like, I have about 150 um, JK rookie cards. So if he just wants to like hit like 30 home runs to finish the season, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, let's get it. I know that's not going to actually happen for anybody that doesn't know that I'm joking. Well, I'm not joking about having all the rookie cards, but I know he's not going to hit 30 home runs. Um, San Diego at Colorado, 11 total here. Um, the Rockies are favored in this game, um, which is so weird to me. Um, not a lot of lines up for this game, but I would be shocked. Like if you're, if you have access, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you have access to the DK Sportsbook or the or BetMGM, go pound the Padres plus 105 money line or plus 110 money line. Um, because, yes, like I don't care who's pitching for the Padres. Um, anyway, do you have any interest here in Chris Matt? No, I do not. And then Marquez is a guy that I love playing, but I'm not playing him against the Padres. I ah, understand. Go, I know, mean, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like you can, but I'm not going to. Man, I'm in, Stevie. At 7100, I'm in. I just, I know it's in Coors. He pitches in Coors all the time. I know he had a rough outing against San Francisco. I'm in at 7100. That's purely a price play. I, he, I mean. He hasn't been this cheap, Stevie. 71. He hasn't been this cheap since June. He was his he was 6,500 in June. I, I and he put up 32 fantasy points. So that was against Seattle. Don't get me wrong, but my point is the price at 7,100. I'm in. Like I'm all the way in. Head head first. <laughs> Going at it. Going at it. Let's go. I mean, I get it. It's just you're looking at this Padres lineup, and you're just like Machado, Tatis, Fam, Gresham, Myers, O'Grady. Hey, I, I just need them to not hit the ball today. Like hit it tomorrow. Gresham and <laughs> Gresham and Eric Hosmer under 4K. Cronenworth's yeah. under 4K. Like, I mean, I know, uh, I know, like the Padres have been slumping a little bit here recently, but I mean, this is a, this is a spot you're just, you're loading up on Padres bats in my opinion. Maybe you don't, but I, I like it. Uh, do you like, what are your thoughts on the Padres bats? I mean, I think the prices are good. I think for me, look, I'm, I'm a big uh, proponent of fading cores anyway. And I, I mean, Stevie, I, I, I know I've said this, Gosh, it seems like when I, the more I fade, the better it is for me. I'm lo- I'm looking at the scores from from yesterday, and I don't think the game is quite. Yeah, the game is over. It's five to six, and that's not anything that's going to burn me. I, I'm de- I'm fading cores. I'm playing Marquez. That's what I'm doing. All right. Um, any Colorado bets? Um. You know, maybe some Blackman, maybe some Rogers. Sam Hilliard makes the lineup. He was a hot bet for a while um, because I, I definitely think. Well, we'll see. We'll see how much ownership the, the Rockies get. I still think the Dodgers get more. I mean, the the Padres get more ownership than the Rockies, but we'll see how that goes. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the Rockies here. Um, CJ Crone, obviously, Blackman, um, Story. I think they're a good secondary stack. Want to kind of see what their ownership looks like, but I think they're definitely in play. Philadelphia at Arizona. Nine total in this game. Very close to a pick game. The Phillies are a very slight favor right now. Kyle Gibson, Caleb Smith. Um, any interest here in Kyle Gibson? No, I'm I'm not playing Kyle Gibson. I'd much rather uh, play Arizona than play Kyle Gibson today. I mean, I don't even think you have to do that. I just think 8,500 is way too much for him in this spot. I mean, I think 8,500 is always too much for him. But I, I mean, the price is just I'm gonna. It's a pass for me as far as Kyle Gibson is concerned. Caleb Smith on the other side, he's 60, 6,600. Um, I mean, he's talented. It's just, I'm going to pass. Yep. Not doing it. Uh, Philly bats, anything here? I mean, man, Harper's been playing fairly well. You got DD at 3,200. If we get McCutcheon back and Brad Miller, I think this is a stack spot for me. You know, not, nothing against the pitcher from Arizona. I mean, I, I just, but I, I like this team. Uh, in the form of a stack. Could be a little mini late-night hammer. So these guys are playing at 940. Uh, I'm in. Uh, Philly Bats? You mean the, Arizona Bats? I meant Arizona Bats. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I, I really like Arizona today. It only, I, I, it only took me... 45 minutes or 50 minutes to mess up my first game. <laughs> Welcome back. It's all good. We're good, man. I was uh, looking we- at the Philly bats and I was like, oh, well, well no, I'm Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I like Arizona today, Steve. And I, I know that the score isn't going to reflect it, but I mean, we got Keitel Marte at 4K as Drubal at 27, Peralta 31, Pavin Smith 34. <laughs> I I really like Arizona today. I think we're going to hear their names called yet again uh, at before the podcast is over. All right. I hear you. I like it. We got the Mets and the Giants. Eight total in this one. Giants are 160 favorites. Um, Stroman against Webb. Any interest here in Marcus Stroman? Nope. Too much all over the place. Not doing it. I mean, Logan Webb on the other side of this game, Ooh, he is buddy. really interesting as far as like a tournament perspective. But I mean, with Baez and Lindor out, the lineup's um, not as good here. Um, I know like Baez was doing like infield drills, um, but like Lindor's not coming back until they get back to New York from what I was reading earlier today. So I, I think. I think Webb's somewhat interesting in this spot. Yeah, I really like Webb. I I like what he's been doing Um, at 8,800. I think he's right in that range where, let's say, Stevie, we consider getting away from Corbin Burns, and now we're thinking about maybe, you know, playing a Webb and, you know, uh, a Marquez or Gutierrez or, you know, like those are the types of things I'm looking at. Not saying I'm going to commit to it. I'm saying these are the types of things we can do to get a little bit more upside from the bat perspective. 
and the Burns only comes out and gives us 30, but these guys can get us both 25 in that lower range. I mean, it just makes it so much better for us to achieve what we're looking for. So not saying I, I'm absolutely going to do it, but it is something I'm, I'm considering. All that to say, I really like Logan Webb at 8,800. Uh, recent performances, K-rate, everything starting to come together for him. Um, Mets, bats. I mean, Pete Alonzo is always someone you can play. But that's really all I have interest in. Yeah, not worried about it. And their K rates have come down the past 30 days, believe it or not. Like, if you look at this lineup, a lot of these bats that you see, Nemo, McNeil, Alonzo, you know, Conforto, these guys aren't striking out a lot. But I still think, you know, Webb gets the best of them here. Uh, Giants bats, any interest here? I do have interest in the Giants. I know Stroman's been keeping the ball on the ground. He's also been giving up runs. I mean, you got Belt at 37, Crawford 38, Chris Bryant 48, Wade 27. These are all fantastic prices. Yes. I mean, I, I love this lineup against Strowman. I think it's a sneaky spot uh, to get some runs from. For And a lot of these offenses seem very cheap today. So I don't think you have to play the Giants, but I, I, I do like them against Strowman. Yeah, I mean, they're cheap. Yaz is under 4K, Crawford's under 4K, Belt's under 4K. Like Chris Bryant's expensive at 48, but man, when you're when you're putting the like you pay 48 for Chris Bryant, you get the rest of the stack under 4K, and, and like right. you get a full five man stack with Posey, Crawford, Yaz, Belt. I mean, Dickerson, if you wanted it, yeah, the price is 2K. Jeez, pricing. Yeah. All right, we finish out the night with Pittsburgh at LA taking on the Dodgers. Um, currently sitting at a nine total. The Dodgers are a 305 favorite here. Um, Will Crow against David Price. Any interest here in Will Crow? Will Crow? Oh, no. And I'm not playing David. The price is wrong. Not doing it. You don't want to eat Crow? <laughs> I don't want to eat Crow. No. Then don't play Will Crow. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> David Price is just 7,700 for a guy that we uh, we think no. maxes out at like 75 pitches. Um, we can't do it. The price is wrong. The lineup is terrible. I mean, you could do worse um, as far as lineup is and matchup is concerned, but, I mean, you're just not playing him because you have no idea how long they're going to let him pitch. Yeah, um, can't do it, won't do it. I mean, I don't have any interest in the Pittsburgh Bats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zero. I mean, the Dodgers, on the other hand, ton of interest in the Dodgers. The late night hammer Dodgers. Will Crow stinks. Gives up hard contact to both sides of the plate. This is the team that can, like, you could be down all night and just have a Dodgers stack take you to the promised land to finish the night. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Mookie Betts, I'm sure he'll get back real soon, hopefully, and get back with this team. And, I mean, this this lineup is already stout, and it's just going to improve even more. I, I'm i with you. I think the Dodgers can come through for us. I mean, this lineup is so good. We got Cody Bellinger at the bottom of the lineup now. Yeah, he, I know he hasn't been good this season. But when did we think Cody Bellinger would be in the seven or eight spot in a stout lineup like the Dodgers? Just, in, just insane. All right, let's uh, play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here.
all all 15 games only messed up once shocking under it's like i've done this before under 8k to get six or more strikeouts uh will who do you got today hmm under 8k six or more strikeouts man i've i've really got a tough decision to make here today because i've got a couple guys that i like and i think i know who you're gonna go with i'm gonna go with gutierrez from cincinnati did you think I was going to go Inno? Absolutely. That's exactly who I was going to go with. Um, over AK to score under 15, who's your bust today? Uh, definitely Marcus Strowman. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Kyle Gibson. I oh, I love that one too. Over 4K to get a home run, not in course. Let's go. Ah, this guy is slightly over 4K. I'm going to go Ketel Marte, man. All right, I like it. Is Vado over 4K? He should be, right? Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick Vado all week until he hits a home run, just so you yeah. know, um, because I'm very willfully wanting him to hit a home run this week. <laughs> You're trying to will him to the promised land. Um, get it. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Man, another one where you've got a lot of options. Um, I'm going Tyler Naquin if he cracks the lineup, and I think he will. I'm going to go Yaz. Um, yeah, 3,800 like for Yaz. Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got today? Give me Arizona, man. I'm telling you. Give, give, give me the Diamondbacks. I'm telling you, the Dodgers are going to yes. put up some runs to finish the night. I'm going to go build a Dodger stack right now. Single entry series over there on FanDuel. I don't even know what the buy-in is because I haven't played DFS in a week. Um, there you go. I'm going to I'm gonna throw a team together for that. Um, I, I will say this, Steve, before we close this thing out. Uh, the late-night hammer could come in such a variety of players tomorrow night. It, it could get real ugly real quick at, at the start of the Coors game all the way through. Really good teams and really good spots. All right, I got my Dodgers stack being built over there. I'll finish it while I edit the podcast. I hope everyone has had a great podcast listen. We'll be back talking baseball tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.